On today's episode of Sports with Phil, I finally do an individual episode for the first time in what feels like a long time, honestly, but it's some important issues to dive into. In this episode, we discuss the boycotts that are currently going on today in the NBA and now possibly MLB and what this might mean for the rest of the sports leagues going into the rest of the 2020 calendar year. It's all going to be new on this episode of Sports with Phil. So before I get into the episode, I just think I should discuss this really quickly. Here's the thing I'm going to say. I remember a few episodes ago talking about the coronavirus with Jason, and I said to you at one point in the episode, if you didn't like what you hear, just turn it off, don't listen to it, and it's all okay, I won't be offended by it, anything like that. But this is something where it is a legitimate issue that we start have to, you know, that we have to start, I'm sorry to stumble over my words, that we have to start, you know, listening to more, and we have to start understanding more. We have to understand that there is no equality really in this country, no matter the color of our skin. And even though it may seem weird that, you know, you may think I'm white. So how can I discuss this? But in the end, we all have to get over the, we all have to just discuss this issue that is going on in the United States of America right now. And even though this episode of Sports with Phil usually discusses sports, You know, I I feel like it just has to be talked about because right now we might not even have sports for the rest of the calendar year if this goes the way it might go. So in this episode, we'll discuss the boycotts going on. We'll discuss what is causing this. We'll discuss the reasoning for it. And like I said before, if you don't want to listen to it, stop right here. Don't listen to the rest of the episode. I won't get offended by it. I will say this multiple times. I will not be offended if you do not listen. So if you do not want to listen, that is all up to you, but I figured let's just talk about it because this will not be a long episode. This will not be a long episode, and I figured let's just get this over with. Let's talk, and if you enjoy it, then I'm glad you enjoy it, and if you don't, then you don't, but let's get into this. 2020, it just uh, doesn't stop, does it? You know, we've had a global pandemic, we've had riots and protests and Anything you want to talk about, it's probably happened in 2020. Any bad thing that you can think about has most likely happened in the year 2020. So what is the next thing that we have to talk about? And it's something that's just been talked about for months. And the other day was just another example of something that is an ongoing issue in our country. Jacob Blake, a black man from Kenosha, Wisconsin, was shot seven times in the back in front of his kids, and I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his wife. I'm pretty sure it was his. I'm pretty sure it was his wife. I I don't know the full details of that, so I don't want to give you false information. But he was shot seven times in the back by police, and you may say to yourself, you may be listening and think, well, he was resisting, he wasn't complying, he was, he just wasn't. He was walking away from police. And, you know, there will always be two sides to an argument. There were two sides to Eric Gardner back in 2014. There were two sides to George, George Floyd a few months ago. There were two sides to, there's even been two sides to Breonna Taylor. There's always been two sides to something. And even if there was two sides to Breonna Taylor, which I don't see why there would be, it is still an issue that we have to discuss. There is no such thing as equality right now in the United States of America. No matter what you believe, 
there is no such thing as equality. People are judged for years, and not just years, decades, even centuries now, by the color of their skin. And me, I do not understand the issue. And it's okay. It's been the message for the Black Lives Matter, the people who support it. People are saying that it's okay that I do not understand. It's okay to support it, even if you don't get what these people go through. It is a major issue going on in the country, and it's been something that ever since Lyndon Johnson passed the Civil Rights Act, we thought that there would finally be equality. And then you have people, civil rights icons, like Martin Luther King Jr., who fought, who said, I have a dream for civil rights, for equality among whites and among blacks, that there would be no separation or segregation anymore. That whites and blacks wouldn't have to drink at, drink at a water fountain, at a different water fountain than one another. That they wouldn't have to use a separate bathroom. That they wouldn't have to sit in the front of the bus or the back of the bus. There was always inequality going on in this country. You always had in the 60s and even before that, even now, you will still have people saying racial slurs towards people, no matter the color of their skin, especially the blacks. They are always chanting racial slurs towards them. And it's an issue that has just felt like it's increased. It's felt like we've taken 10 steps back. And you're probably going to sit here and say, well, this is just another libtard, as they call him. He's just another radical left. But this is not politics anymore. This is human rights. This is not political anymore. These are human rights issues that people have to discuss now. A person should not be killed, should not have a knee on his neck for more than eight minutes just because of the color of their skin. And again, people could always say the two sides of they didn't comply or they weren't doing this or they were resisting arrest. Or just people say that they may have pulled a weapon on them. But even then, it might not have even been a weapon. And they were still shot dead. And I know that it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to discuss. And you're probably thinking, well, what direction are we going in this podcast? What is there to talk about? And the thing to talk about is the fact that the NBA is a mostly African-American sport. As of right now, it is a mostly dominated you know, African-American sport, especially the icons in the sport. People like Michael Jordan, people like LeBron James, people like Kobe Bryant. What is the common thing between those three people I just told you? They are all African-Americans. People who are of African-American descent have had to face just the horrible things in this country for years and years. They've had to go through stuff that someone like me Or someone like even your mother or your father. If you grew up in a wealthy neighborhood, if you grew up in a middle class home, you weren't looked at any differently than the rest. People were looking at you like you were normal. They looked at you as if you're just another person. But if you grew up in a low class neighborhood or a low class house with almost next to no income and trying to find ends meet, you were looked at as poor. You were looked at as different. 
People looked down on you and said, what good are you? People in the NBA and the MLB and all these other sports leagues, especially if they are of American, African-American descent, they've had to fight for just to be noticed. They've had to fight to be noticed. An African-American player by the name of Jason Tatum, who plays for the Boston Celtics, his teacher apparently told him that when he was 14 years old, that she would, that I don't know if it was a he or she, that they would be looking him up in the county jail a few years from when he would graduate high school. Jason Tatum is now one of the most highly skilled Boston Celtics players. Now, it is not to say that some players grew up in a very, very bad background. Some did and some didn't. But either way, if they are a good person now and they respect all, why do they still get, you know, these insults towards them? Why do they still get this hate towards them? And it's a very powerful quote that was given, that was made by Doc Rivers yesterday, the Los Angeles Clippers head coach. He said, we've loved this country for so long, but they don't love us back. And I think that's just the quote that's going to stick throughout the entire boycotts of the NBA that they're doing right now. They are saying, why do they not love us? We've fought for years. We've been oppressed for years. We've been discriminated against for years. We've done everything for them. Why do they still not love us? And it's a big, big issue going on in the country right now still. And you think to yourself, what is the problem? Why is this still going on? And the thing about it is it gets politicized too. When again, even though this is something that is a political issue, it shouldn't just be politics. Because after a while, it becomes human rights. It becomes thinking about, well, you know, if these amount of people are getting killed, you know, it's just, it leaves you at a loss of words. It leaves you stumbling. It leaves you confused. Because all you're thinking to yourself is, do you want your child to grow up in the world? If your child is born in 2020 or in 2019 or as early as 2016 or 2017, do you want your child growing up thinking it's still the 1960s, the 1970s? Because at this point in time, we are in the year 2020, and there are so many issues that are being brought up again that we thought were done. Not even that we thought were done, but we thought we handled it. We thought that the problem was decreasing, and it's not. It's just going back up again and up again and up again. And whether people like it or not, it has to be talked about. It has to be discussed. And again, I will say that I apologize if I get off topic, if I, you know, go in a different direction most of the time, because that's the way the world is right now. Shit is hitting the fan left and right. You look one way and there's a hurricane. You look one way, there's still the pandemic. You look ahead, there is still racism that exists in the country. You don't know where to go. You don't know where to turn. And you think it's going to get better at one point and it just doesn't. And it starts from the top down. The United States is still in a global pandemic that is killing a thousand people or more a day. 
It is currently August 26th. This pandemic started, what, seven months ago? Not even. And people thought that by this point, we'd be done with the first wave. We'd be done with it. Maybe not done with it, but would it be gone almost? Maybe not gone, but it wouldn't be as bad as it was back in April or May when the numbers were just climbing at an alarming rate. A thousand people a day are dying. There are racial injustices being, you know, happening right now in the country. And what does the president of the United States do about it? What has he done? He's a wannabe, I can't say the words, authoritarian, I'm sorry, just a dictator. He's a tyrant. He wants to be a tyrant. He wants to be a dictator. He wants to use military force on his own citizens. He has no regard for human life. I still have not seen this man talk about what happened to Jacob Blake. I still have not seen his administration talk about anything that's gone on with George Floyd and Jacob Blake and everybody like that. All his administration wants to do is attack the left. And they want to say that this is what would happen if you voted for Joe Biden. If you voted for any Democrat in November. After a while, you have to say, but if we voted for them, if we have Trump in power right now and the Republicans are, have control of the White House, they have control of the Senate, then why is it that all of this is still going on and why are they just pointing the finger to the left? When in reality... People still can't, you know, think, wait a second, if these people are in power, then why can't they do anything about it? Why are they just pointing fingers? If the Democrats aren't in power, then why do they point blame at the, if the Republicans are in power, then why do they point blame at the Democrats? And can you even give me a a, a logical, rational answer for that? Could you honestly? Could you actually give me a logical answer for that? Because I don't think you can. I don't know if you are able to do that. And here is the biggest thing that I always think about with the Republican Party. The RNC is going on currently. We are on, what are we on, day three, I think? I I don't know if it's day three, day four, I... I lose count because of how just batshit insane it's been. It's an ongoing parody skit that you thought you would see on SNL maybe years ago. You didn't think you'd see it in 2020 or even ever for that point. You didn't think it'd become a reality. But this is where we're at right now. And do you realize that whether you want to admit it or not, we are in deep shit. And that's another thing too. Where We got to... We got to curse a little bit too in this because we are in very, very deep trouble right now. We have no control over the coronavirus, whether we want to admit it or not. We have no control over this thing. We have no idea how to handle this. You look at a country like Germany, South Korea, you know, give give or take any other country in Europe right now, even though they are starting to have surges again, they do not merely compare to what is going on in the United States of America right now. We are having tens of thousands of cases per day. 
and they might have a few thousand cases all combined. And you know what the President of the United States wants to do? He wants to try and divert your attention to that. He wants you to say, well, let me just say this. Even though we're doing pretty bad, look at these people. They're doing bad too. The outbreaks do not compare. If you are still having tens of thousands of people getting infected per day, how does that make us better? That doesn't make anybody better. Nobody is doing the right thing right now, and it shows. It's the same thing that Trump has said with the testing. The testing was a big thing. And back in June, when he had his Tulsa rally, he flat out admitted to the American people he told his advisors to slow the testing down because he knew it would make him look bad if all of these people were getting infected. And when he were asked and when they asked him if he was kidding around, he straight up said to people, "I don't kid." How is this not a red flag for people? How do people sit there and say, "Well, that's pretty normal." Because back in 2014, you told Obama to resign. You pled, you basically begged on your hands and knees to God, please let Barack Obama resign over a few people getting killed from the Ebola virus and getting infected from it. We could have been where we're at right now. If this had happened six years ago with the Ebola outbreak, you would be crying basically for Obama's head. And you know what the Republicans say to the Trump administration only having 100, not even only, 180,000 people and counting from the coronavirus? Good job, Mr. President. Only 180,000 people dead? You've done a good job. And, and you know what the best thing is? You can call me a libtard. You can call me an idiot all you want. But I'm not just saying stuff that makes it look like, oh, you know, you can call me fake news too and anything like that. But guess what, guys? I'm giving you the facts. These are direct quotes from the president. These are direct stats from John Hopkins University. These are direct stats, quotes, everything like that I'm giving you. These are all true things that happened. They're not fiction. They're facts. And you're probably wondering... What does boycotting in the NBA and MLB and possibly MLS now do? What does it do? You know what it does? It finally shows people that there are people who have had enough. And you're probably saying, well, all of these guys make millions of dollars. So what does it matter? It doesn't matter to them if they still make millions of dollars. It's not about the money anymore. It's about rights, human rights. It's about time. They're saying that we are done with this. And all they've gotten in return for their opinions is a tax. They've just been attacked. They don't have the president of the United States on their side. They don't have the American people on their side. Now, that might be a little bit more exaggeration because obviously people do agree and some people disagree. But the people who disagree with it still don't understand it. It's the same thing over and over again that people will say. It's like the people that say my grandfather or my father or someone served. Like, they should respect that. First of all, I'm going to say this. 
First off, it has never been about the flag. It will never be about the flag. And it will and don't hold your breath because it's not going to be about it anytime soon. It will never be about the flag, which speaking of tonight at the RNC, Mike Pence was originally slated to speak at Fort Henry, I believe. Fort Henry, if I'm remembering the name correctly, is where the national anthem was written by Francis Scott Key. So what does Mike Pence do? He says that he is not going to he's not going to speak there anymore. In lieu of everything going on, he's not going to speak there anymore. But I said this. You know what the saddest thing is? He was probably going to attack athletes for that. He was going to probably make it a thing to say, this is where our national anthem was written, and you have athletes. And I'm sure they want to say black athletes too. You know they probably want to say it. Because most of these athletes... What are what is the color of their skin mostly? And what is the color of the skin of the people who say they don't understand it? Think about it for a second. I don't even want to say it. Just take time right now to think about it. And this is the problem too. The Republican Party wants to stress that they're the party of the First Amendment. They're the party of the free of free speech, and the Democrats want to take that away. Yet for the past four years, all you've heard is Donald Trump saying, get that son of a bitch Colin Kaepernick off the field. These people are un-American. They don't care. They disrespect our flag. And that's it. That's all you've heard. Do you think that's a president? God forbid that's your crazy Republican right-wing uncle who probably listens to more Fox News that has fried his brain completely. This is the President of the United States saying that. And I'm going to say this again. Can not even, let's pretend like if Barack Obama ever did that. Can we just discuss what would happen if any Democrat did that? They would be up in flames. Fox News would have a field day. All of these right-wing conservatives and political news networks that are right-wing mostly would be up in flames. Their heads would literally explode from all the stuff that they could spin it off of. That they're un-American, that they're disrespectful to the flag. And by the way, at the DNC, they did not take out the words under God in the Pledge of Allegiance. I I don't know where Trump got that from. But if you listen to the actual video, they never edited out under God. I've watched the video myself. It wasn't edited out. So where you people get that idea from without actually reading? It, again, like my point was just proven right there that you don't read, basically. Oh, my God. And, and it's something where it's like you're just mad. You're annoyed and you're mad because people don't get it. And you're just thinking to yourself, why don't you get it? What is so hard to understand? How do you not get it? You don't get that Donald Trump is the, isn't the right choice for president? After everything that's happened, I always remember this. Back in March, when you know I had to go all remote, and the cases were going up, and the United States was really in a bad spot, I always remember thinking to myself, I was like, this is the one. This is the thing that's going to knock Trump out. 
this is the knockout punch to him. And you know what the craziest thing is? It's not. I still have fear. And I fear it every single day that on November 3rd, 2020, Donald Trump's going to get re-elected. And people will say, oh, cry, libtard, cry, or ha-ha, the Republicans won again, the, li- the, the liberals are this, the liberals are that. You know, I love the liberal tears and everything like that. And you know what I will say to you? I pray to God. I pray to God that we are going to be okay. Because if what happened in this first term happens again in the second term, the United States of America will be basically unrecognizable. And again, if you listen to it and you just think I'm going crazy, by all means, you if you have me on Snapchat, if you have me on Instagram, anything like that, you can contact me and you can give me criticism for it. I'm totally open to criticism about my podcast too. And if people say you're a mainly you know, sports podcast, why are you tackling political issues? Because guess what? Now it's affecting sports. It's the reason why we don't have it anymore almost. Why we're probably not, why we may not have it. Adrian Wojnarowski literally has said that the NBA season might be in jeopardy because of this. Because players might not want to play. The Seattle Mariners, as I'm speaking right now, they basically said, we are not playing tonight. They're not going to play tonight. Can you imagine? And you know what the best part is? Is the people who say, this is ridiculous. This isn't, this doesn't solve anything. You know what? Whether you like it or not, it's going to send a message that, wow, maybe we should do something about all of these police killings. Maybe we should do something about what's going on. But you know what the saddest thing is? It's probably not going to happen, which is probably the worst thing is that it won't happen. And if it did happen, we'd be able to say, hey, we did it. We solved it. Or we're able to tackle the issues now. We haven't been able to tackle the issues at all. And that's the saddest thing is now with technology and everything that's advanced, people are seeing it more now. People are able to see more about what's going on actually in the world right now. People are able to see that there are certain issues in the world right now that's going on that people are like starting to finally open their eyes to. They're finally starting to open their eyes to it. And if you are not opening your eyes, I will straight up say you are part of the problem then. You are part of the problem if you do not think there is... If you think everything's fine the way it is, and if you agree with everything that Donald Trump has said, you are part of the problem. And I'm going to say this too, even though I consider myself a Democrat and I consider myself a liberal... Do I agree with everything the political party I'm in affiliated with says? No, I don't agree with everything we say, everything we believe in, everything we, everything we fight for. I don't believe in all of it. But am I going to sit here and say, I love everything that Donald Trump has done? Or I love everything that Barack Obama did? No, I don't love it. But guess what? Donald Trump is literally, he's going to go down. And this is something I've always wondered too. I've wondered it more recently. In about, you know, let's say 20 years from now. It'll be 2040 in, two, in, in 20 years from now. What is America going to think when we think about the history of this? 
Like, what are the people in social studies classes and all these history classes, are they going to say, yeah, Donald Trump, he was a great president? Are they going to actually say that? Are we actually going to still have people in about 20 years from now say Donald Trump was the greatest president that this beautiful country ever had and we deserved more from him? Are people actually going to say that? I wonder that. Are people going to say we deserved more of that? I I wonder it. I, I truly, truly, truly wonder it. For years to come, until I leave this earth, I wonder... How is history going to look back on not just Donald Trump? How are people going to look back at the Donald Trump administration and the people who enabled him in the Senate, in the House, all of these people who supported him? How is history going to look back at them? You look at everything that's gone on at the RNC. And like I said, it's beyond parody at this point, the people who they've had there, the people who have spoken at that convention. And I'm not going to sit here and say the DNC was perfect because obviously the DNC, in my opinion, was not perfect at all. It definitely had things that made me scratch my head and think to myself, really, like that person spoke or that person was there? Like, why? But the RNC is is just say, basically, I, I said this to my cousin the other day. The RNC is making the worst night of the DNC look like gold, basically. The, 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 because the RNC is just, it's a bunch of yes men. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the Democratic Convention wasn't that too. But the RNC is just these people who have been brainwashed. It's like a cult. People have dedicated their lives to Donald Trump. They almost attach their own identity to Donald Trump. And all I say to myself and to those people, I say, we never did that with President Barack Obama. Yeah, some of us may have had a bumper sticker or maybe we had a shirt. Maybe we had a lawn sign or two. But some people straight up dedicate their houses, their property to him. Like he's the Messiah himself. That's your role model? You want your kids to grow up idolizing a person like Donald J. Trump? I... I don't get it. (laughs) I mean, as I sit here right now and do this podcast, I I sit here and I just think to myself, what have we done? Like eight years ago, we were fine the way we were. Eight years ago when Obama got reelected, we had hope again. We thought to ourselves, we're fine. We're going to be okay again. We're not fine. I don't care what anybody says. We're not fine right now. (laughs) In society and everything like that, we're not okay. We're in rough, rough shape. I mean, honestly, if you want to sit here and tell me we're fine, by all means, that's your opinion. And I'm going to have to have no choice but respect your opinion. But if you think we're in a good spot, we're not. I mean, this is bad. This is this is unbelievably bad now. And we can't ignore it. We, we really, we can't ignore it anymore. We have to finally say, okay, there's an issue going on, but we, we can find a way to get through this. Or we can find ways to start battling this. 
But this is the problem is everything that's gone on the past three or four years, a person like Donald Trump has almost made it okay to do that stuff. I mean, you think about it. There was a person, a 17-year-old kid with an assault rifle, went to the protest last night in Wisconsin, and he started firing on protesters. He had an assault rifle, and he's a 17-year-old kid, and he shot people. And you think we're in a good spot right now? You think this is okay? Unless your life is in immediate danger, then the Second Amendment can be used all at once. If you believe your life is in immediate danger, then you can use that all you want. But what was this person doing that he thought that he should go out there and provide security, as they said? You think that this is normal? You think that this is okay? This is not normal. This is not even remotely normal. This is... I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. And honestly, Sports with Phil, you know, that I do this podcast on, I started it because sports were coming back. You know, we dealt with a pandemic for months. And we finally had sports coming back. And we said to ourselves, wow, like, well, sports are coming back. You know, this is going to give us a sense of normalcy. But in all honesty, now with everything going on, politics have to be discussed at a point. Politics have to finally be discussed. Because guess what? Whether you like it or not, it's affecting everything now. People think sports are just that kind of thing where nothing is brought up, nothing's political about it, anything like that. And as I'm speaking, another game has just been postponed. The Los Angeles Dodgers and San Francisco Giants will not play tonight. This is just going to spark an outbreak Again, of teams just sitting it out now. The Milwaukee Bucks have sent a statement that we are, got, we are not going to play. And I don't care what your political opinion is. You want to talk about free speech? You talk about the First Amendment so much? You want to discuss when someone does, dislikes your own opinion and you say, it's my opinion? Guess what? These people have their First Amendment rights. And, you know, I really didn't say this before, but your father, if your father fought in the war, your mother, your, your, your grandmother, I don't, I don't care what family member you know or friend that fought in the United States Army, Marines, anything that fought for protecting this country. Do you know what they fight for? What they fought for in World War I and World War II and, 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 and everything like that? All the wars that have gone on in this world, you know what those people have fought for? Their right for freedom of speech. They fought for that. Unless you serve the country, do not tell anybody else how un-American they are. Do not tell anybody else that they are disrespectful to this country. Because as someone who's 18 years old, I've seen it myself happen at a high school football game two years ago in my junior year of high school. When I see people literally, I've seen people, you know, not stand for the anthem. And I've seen people scream at them. My own age, screaming at kids for not standing. And do you know where they all get this from? 
they inherit it. They inherit that. And do you get that that's an ongoing issue as well as that these people are inheriting the problems from their parents too? They listen to what their parents say. They watch the same things that their parents say. And they think, wow, that must be the right thing. They don't read. And that's another big issue too in this country also. People don't read. They watch propaganda. And that's a big issue too. They watch propaganda basically. They don't read. They don't listen to the to any actual credible news sources. They listen to a thing like Fox News. They listen to something like OAN. They, they listen to Alex Jones and the QAnon thing. They, they listen to all of those things and they're just, and they're literally batshit insane. They're insanity. They're, they're just pure insanity. And, it, and it's crazy because in this podcast, I, as I'm saying this, I'm just thinking to myself, like I'm, I'm looking around the room I'm in right now and I'm all alone in this room that I'm sitting in and I'm thinking to myself, like, what, what is going on? Like, this is the country that we live in. This is, this is where we're at in 2020. This is where we're at. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Do I want to have faith that it'll go through, that we'll pull through this? Of course I do. But in all honesty, I've said this before, and you can say I'm overreacting and anything like that. If things continue the way they are, and if someone like Donald Trump is reelected in November, I don't, I don't know where that faith goes anymore. Like faith, faith in America, not like faith in humanity or God. Like obviously I would still believe in God. I would still believe in all my morals and everything like that. But where does the faith in America go afterwards? Where does that go? Do people just say, all right, we'll just deal with it. Because people after a while are not going to want to deal with it. If he wins again in November, we're dealing with just more than another four years. Because these four years, they went by pretty quickly. But at the same time, they felt like the slowest four years also. You just can't believe it really happened. And the thing about something like the Trump administration is it's so corrupt. It's so just, there's so many things about it that if this was any other administration, it would be the talk of the year, maybe even the talk of the decade. But you know what the craziest thing is? The Donald Trump administration is so corrupt that one crazy thing that happens next day, the, the one day, is just immediately like pushed to the side the next because another crazy thing just happened. That's it. That's that's the thing. And I don't know what this holds for the future of sports in 2020. Because the players just may go on strike. And if the players go on strike, you know what that means? Forget baseball, forget basketball, forget soccer, forget anything. It's just going to go. It's going to be gone. That's it. It's gone. And I don't, I don't know where it leads us. I don't, I don't know what it 
will lead to. I don't know if it'll lead to good things or bad things. I don't know what it'll lead to. Do I hope it ends up being a good thing for us? Do I hope that... You know what? Here's the thing I'm going to say. Do I still hope that basketball and the baseball games, do I hope they still get played? Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely hope they get they still get played. I want them to still get played. But there has come a point in time in America now where people are finally saying enough is enough. We can't go on with this any longer. We have to do something about it. We have to take a stand. That is where we're at right now. And again, I will say this. If you cannot understand where these people come from, you are part of the problem. It is that simple. You will be considered part of the problem if you do not understand what is going on in the world right now. And again, call me a libtard, call me a, a, a demorat or whatever these people are saying. I, I don't even know anymore because that's the thing too. It's, it's name calling now. It's name calling. Are we in high school? Like, honestly, are we still in high school that politics, politicians are name calling other people now? And they don't care. They don't care. They're okay with it. They, They do it themselves. Even after one person does it, they do it themselves. They don't care. Someone like Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio, they've literally been insulted by Donald Trump and they don't care. They don't care. And it and it's just amazing to me. It's like, I don't get how they don't care. I don't get it. Donald Trump has literally posted a video from the 2012 election night of Mitt Romney losing to Barack Obama to, as an insult to Mitt Romney. And Mitt Romney although I don't agree with him, is probably the only Republican in the entire world right now who says, let's stop it and cut it out and get to serious stuff that's going on. But you don't hear that from the other people. And that's another big problem too. Because in November, you hope that people remember this. You hope that people will finally say, well, I've had enough of these people. I can't do another four years of this. I have to get them out. We have to get them out. You just hope. You hope. You just hope. And if it doesn't go that way and we're, we end up on the losing side again, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like I said, we just we pray that everything goes well. We pray that we don't have to deal with a dictatorship by the end of it. And that's all I can really say. And if you don't agree with the protests, if you don't agree with the boycotts, that's your own opinion. That's your own opinion. If you don't agree with it, you don't agree with it. But I don't know what to tell you. So I feel like I should just end the episode here because I I would be rambling on more and more. So that's the end of this episode of Sports with Phil. You know... I don't even know if I can call it sports with Phil because this is this isn't even really sports in this episode. Because guess what? Now sports are just probably gonna go away now. The only thing that might last is hockey. 
And if hockey lasts, hey, hockey lasts. But basketball, baseball, it ain't looking too good. As of this very moment, it's not looking good. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to end the episode here. And I will see you all when more info about this comes out.